When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Blue Talks. Well, I'm absolutely thrilled to be here with you at Harvard. I couldn't have asked for a better place to reach the lives of so many people, particularly the souls that are in this room. I know that, that so many of you are very heart-centered entrepreneurs and you're bringing to the world your message. And I want to take you sort of on a journey. I have learned so many lessons from my Global Sisterhood, which is my nonprofit that helps women and children around the world. So I'm going to take you there with me. So this is the Global Sisterhood. The mission of the Global Sisterhood is to educate while providing resources and networking for women and girls internationally around the world. I'd like your help with this. I was a tenure professor and I also was worked with little guys on up. I was a principal at a school for kids with emotional behavioral disturbances. So I need your help. We're just gonna read those off, okay, all together. One, two, three. Support, advocate, educate, uplift, network, respect. Do those resonate with you? Do those words resonate with you? Are those things that you want in your life? Because there's women around the world that are coming together to find and seek those things out. We have common threads with this. We put on events. We have Inspiring Lives Magazine. I think that some of you will someday be featured in Inspiring Lives Magazine because you have wonderful stories. I was speaking with you about that earlier. Before COVID, the Inspiring Lives Magazine was a for-profit piece of what I did with my Inspiring Lives International job as the CEO of that. But after, things started really to shift for so many people, didn't they? We started thinking in different ways, and I knew that we needed to change Inspiring Lives Magazine into a part of the Global Sisterhood so we could feature and spotlight these incredible stories of women around the world. We also do humanitarian work, and that's really what I want to focus on today. One of, one of my favorite donors, my Uncle Rick is in the audience today. <laughs> he, he, so many people come together and see the good works, and it's the humanitarian. It, humanitarianism that we do. It's the hashtag pop-up giving that we do, where we come in, women will approach me from around the world and say, you know, this woman's house burnt down. We need to get them help. And we don't want to go through the red tape. Or we had a woman that was in Pittsburgh that was pregnant, big pregnant belly. She was seven months pregnant, went into early labor in Pittsburgh, was homeless, so she's walking the streets and it's she slipped and fell on the ice. So I got a phone call from one of the nonprofits there in Pittsburgh and they said, how can we help? And I said, let's get the Global Sisters. Like, let's rally the troops. So we took we took up this, this woman and we threw her a gigantic baby shower right there at McGee Wins Hospital 
in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and we got her everything that she needed, and we got her tapped into the right networks of people so that she could then raise that child the right way. Got her off the streets, so that was a total blessing. So you might be thinking, like, how did this all start? How did Dr. Shelley start with the, the Global Sisterhood? I had, I was the professor. I loved being a professor. I was teaching the global perspective to my doctoral students. I adored doing it. And I was just making these connections. Then I started in with, I had a, a wonderful book that, that came to me through a, one, a story of one woman. You know, it always starts with that one person that affects your life. Take it from there, we did the Inspiring, Li Inspiring Lives with Dr. Shelley on NBC. And then I went through a divorce. Like a lot, of, a lot of people in this room have gone through that. I went through a divorce and I had this TV show and I was like, okay, how am I gonna do this? How am I gonna keep telling these stories of women around the world and still be there for, you know, tucking my kids in at, at, at night because I had two, two little ones when I went through that divorce. It was, I had a three-year-old and a five-year-old. So we changed it to Empowering Women Radio. So I was able to do it on their nap time and it got out there. I mean, Eve caught fire. And women were coming to me and saying, I want you to be the one to tell my story. Or I heard, for instance, this picture up here, the common threads, that was a woman in Pakistan who came to me and said that she had listened to my radio interview that I did with Hasina Patel, who you're gonna meet. I, I, got, I, got, the, I got the sisters with me today. So you're gonna, you're gonna meet some of them through this PowerPoint. I was interviewing Hasina Patel about the work that I was doing, Skyping into the classrooms to work with the young women in South Africa. This woman in Pakistan listened to this radio show through the internet, and then she came to me and she said, you know, I wanna meet you, Dr. Shelley. And I said, okay. So I started connecting her and her organizations up with, with other people around the world. And there was a day when she looked at me through this screen and she said, do you know what you're doing here, Dr. Shelley? I said, I don't know, what do you think I'm doing here? She said, you're creating a global sisterhood. And like this light bulb went off over my head and I was thinking, oh my gosh, there's so many women with these amazing gifts. There's so many women with these amazing talents. Have some, somebody over here has resources to give. Somebody over here has money to give. Somebody over here has a smile to give. Somebody over here has the, that, that, that person that can connect them with the homeless shelter that they need to be with. And I just started connecting and connecting and connecting. And then the Common Threads trilogy came from that. So I interviewed over a thousand women at this point on Empowering Women Radio. And then I took those top 100 and I put them together in a book. Now you may see that these, these women's faces are covered up by the covers of the book trilogy. That is because they are in Pakistan and they are in an area where it is under Taliban rule. And I have dealt with so many, so many people in that, that particular area of the world. These women were not only not allowed to be seen on social media when we did the campaign for the trilogy, but they were not allowed to read the book that they were in. So th there's been a common thread between all of these women. And you're gonna see, you're gonna see their faces. I, I went around and collected up all these incredible women's stories. Um, Natasha Witherspoon is, is one of my favorites. 
Um, she says, Dr. Shelley has taught me to lead internationally. Uh, she took my Empower You Masterclass and really soared with it. She's the founder of Moms Against Racism. And when, when everything went down in this country, um, she really was at the forefront of getting to the moms, not only here in the United States, but also internationally, so they could work on the racism issues that are in this country and abroad. This is Shang Wei. I love Shang Wei. So I was a special education professor. My kiddo's on the spectrum. Shang Wei came to us through Autism Cares. She was, they, they, they sought me out and the Global Sisterhood because Shang Wei was doing incredible things in her homeland of Africa so that she could help people with disabilities. You see there, her there with a young man that received a wheelchair through her work. And you see there, her there with her kiddos. One of them is autistic. And also, when it comes to autism, other disabilities around the world, they're handled very differently than they are here in the United States. I mean, there, there's, there's problems with it here as well. I, I can tell you that because my, my son is on the spectrum and he got bullied to the point this year that he was in the ER getting stitches in his face. So there's still things here that are wrong with not being truly inclusive. But when it comes to people like Shang Wei, when it comes to people like Mawila, they are up against, they're up against it. I mean, the woman Mawila came to us through Autism Cares as well because she needed some type of support. This was in the middle of the pandemic. She needed some type of educational support for her child who was autistic. And there was, she wasn't able to get it from anywhere, the little Ivan. And we were able to provide for him not only an iPad from the United States, but we were also able to supply him with teachers from here so that he could be taught in, in the way that he could best learn with communication devices. So there's, there's just like this really cool, like underground global sisterhood that is doing good in the world. And we're all bringing our resources to the table. I mentioned about the woman in South Africa that I had been Skyping into her classrooms a long time ago. I absolutely love Hasina. She says, the global sisterhood embodies the true meaning of community and family. The Dr. Shelley Hipsky's global sisterhood, we've had the honor, honor of knowing and co-creating with powerhouse women worldwide. Plus, they empowered us financially. Because we know, like, nothing gets done, right? Like, if you don't have the funding. But I never turn anyone away. I think that it's so important that sometimes the woman that is being battered by her husband just needs to be connected with somebody that's been there, that's done that, and not only has been there and done that, but they have risen above it and they're helping other people. So those are the, those are the connections we make. I love this, this one because that's Christine Furman, but she's talking about Sister Zaf in Pakistan. So Christine Furman was one of my undergrad students. She was one of my master's degree students. She was my, in my Empower You class. She traveled the world with me doing speaking things. One of the things that really affected her heart was the work we did for Sister Zaf. I got a phone call from Sister Zaf this morning through Facebook this morning, and she was like, you're gonna, you're gonna do so good at Harvard. She said, you know, my dream has always been to, to go to Harvard and spread the good message. And she thanked me and, and Blue Talks for being able to have this platform so that we can spread the message about these women internationally. She, when she came to us, 
and there's there's a beautiful documentary out there about Sister Zeph's life. She actually was teaching under tents in a courtyard of her home, over 200 people, courtyard of her home, holes in the in the tent. It's basically sheets, dirt floor. And then once we were able to connect her up with these different funding organizations and different networks of, of people, she now has a beautiful, incredible classroom-based model, brick and mortar. The kids come to school in their little uniforms. They're getting healthy meals for lunch. They're doing all the curricula that, that's out there. And they're also having other global sisters Skype into the classrooms and, and work with them. For instance, Dr. April Torrance was one of my doctoral students. She runs a school here in the States and they connect up and Skype into the classrooms there. So it's just a beautiful synergy when you bring these people together. Stanley Power was one that was on my television show back in the day. She said, I've been a part of the Global Sisterhood from its beginning and I've learned the common threads. All of us want the same thing. Do we not? We all long for a better life, for ourselves, for our families, for those who we serve. And that's what she saw in it. Now, Sally Power does an amazing job with working with over 60 different charities. She's helped tens of thousands of women. She has a retail shop that actually has, it's a gorgeous, huge, like multi-level retail shop where she brings in people, women that are, are being released from the site work women that are overcoming domestic violence, from homelessness, from all these different things. And she gets them outfitted to the nines, you know, head to toe, they are ready to go and start their new life fresh. And I think that's, that's such a beautiful mission. And I remember back when we did the global gala, we had this global gala, everybody was dressed to the nines, everybody's looking fabulous. And this one woman from, from the UK, Donna Pace, flew in from the UK, she had just had a book come out about her experience with domestic violence. She was empowering other women. She literally sold everything that she had. She, she said, the only thing I didn't sell was my kids. <laughs> she was like, I sold everything I could online so that I could get to the United States so that I could meet the Global Sisters. And she was out there on the dance floor in a bright red dress, feeling like a million bucks. And she, she had this one dress. And then she grabbed a, a, the flag of the UK, the Brit British flag, and she was dancing with it, and she was having a ball. And Sally Power was in the back of the ballroom, and she said, what's her story? I said, she sold everything she had so she could get here to meet us. And she said, she's coming to Treasure House Fashions tomorrow. We're going to get her outfit. She left with more clothes than she had before. She sold everything. <laughs> so she was able to go there and she got shoes and jewelry and everything. It, it, it was all funded for through the, the Treasure House Fashions. And the, these are just the people that you need to know, right? Like the people that have these big hearts, big souls. So Kemi says that she's thankful for the Global Sisterhood. Now, you see in this picture, there's that orange building. That is our, like our pride and joy. That is a school, an entrepreneurial school that was created and built right there in Tanzania so that the women could not only learn how to do a trade and be able to market themselves, but also so that they could support their families, support their communities. So it's just, it's been just such an incredible journey. Rachel, I, like, I, I love these ladies. These are my sisters. 
Like my, my, my aunts and uncles are here. They're, they're my real family, but these are my real family too. <laughs> so Rachel came to me and she was flabbergasted when I gave her an international scholarship to be able to come through the Empower You Masterclass. Um, there, there she is in the fields. She, 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 like 14 hours a day, she's working in the fields. She was having to walk to her preacher's house in the middle of the night because of the time zone difference so that she could take the courses that, that I was teaching, the Empower You Masterclass. It was amazing. And I said to her, you know, one of the things that we do in it is we vision board. And everybody's, you know, getting on, you know, getting on their phones and clipping some pictures or cutting them out of magazines. Well, you can see there, that's her vision board. She made about eight, eight to ten of those separate pieces of paper where she said what it was now and what she wanted to see after. And some of them broke my heart. I mean, it was it was men beating women in the streets to having happy family lives. It was, again, in the streets, and it's, it's gross, but defecating in the streets to having a public toilet. I mean, could you imagine the difference between, you know, like some of my ladies, you know, I like to dress. So they've got, you know, like the Chanel shoes, you know, they've, they've got the fancy finery on their vision boards, but this is the real deal of what needs to happen so that we can have equity, we can have respect, we can have the, the advocacy that needs to happen so that we can all be in the same place and look at each other as family. Cynthia Torrance, this is the, one of the youngest members of the Global Sisterhood. She actually hired me, her mother, Dr. April Torrance, was one of my doctoral students. She hired me to work with Cynthia as her world-class VIP coaching client. She has NIU, which is um, the, featured in that. So it's a, a drink that's sold all over the world in different restaurants and um, in grocery stores and Sam's Club. She was honored by the NAACP for being one of the youngest, most amazing entrepreneurs that are, that are coming out of this country. I mean, she is just a dynamo. I'm so proud of her. She just graduated from high school. Um, but what she said over the years, I have met and collaborated with members of the Global Sisterhood from the US to South Africa. I attended the Global Gala Fundraiser Street out of a fairy tale, and I it's become the biggest support system I will have ever known through my Global Sisters. Dawn Diaz, I just saw her the other day. Dawn is just a powerhouse for women through her organization, Milagros Day Worldwide. Dawn has taken on this mission of helping women that have gone through severe domestic violence. You can see on that picture there, my daughter and I are um, walking across the Brooklyn Bridge in New York City to celebrate the, the fact that they have done so much good work. And we were actually able to do financial resources for them. And during COVID, we were able to help them boost up their ability to do things online for these women that were really trapped inside their apartments with their person that was abusing them. So there were people that were not able to get out of those four walls. And so we were able to, to Skype in therapy help and, and everything that they needed so that they could keep moving forward. Also, she mentions at the end of this, um, we were able to send multiple survivors of domestic violence to her life-changing boot camp 
So they were not only able to get away from the man that was, or, or woman that was abusing them, but they were also able to learn to dream again, which was just so amazing and powerful. And this is my last global sister that I need you to meet. I absolutely adore her. <laughs> I wanted to end with her. I wanted to end with Dr. Mina because she has a tie to Harvard. And we're, we're here in the hallowed halls of Harvard University. Dr. Mina Didi, she, and Didi means sister. sister. Yeah. Dr. Mina Didi was a Harvard researcher right here, right right where we are today. So I like, I'm like feeling her, I mean, she, she's alive and well and contacted me about this. She was so excited that I was doing this here at Harvard. She was a Harvard researcher. There was a huge earthquake and she had to go back to Nepal and she found that almost her entire family had perished in the earthquake. While she was there, she saw the women and children, but particularly the women, into their, their, their 60s and 70s that did not know how to read or write. And so she went on a mission to make it possible for them to learn. Dr. Mina Didi has been honored by Harvard that she's there with the Harvard chairwoman there. She's been honored because she has taught over 87,000 women how to read and write. Goosebumps, yes, right? Like the, these women, I am so blessed to be a vessel and a conduit for all these women around the world because they're doing such amazing things. I'm so proud of them. And when Dr. Mina came to me and said, look, we're walking five hours to get clean water. And this is in the middle of COVID. I'm like, that, that can't happen anymore. So I went to my funders. I said, look, this is what's happening. And they said, okay, then what, what do we do? And Dr. Mina said, we build a well. So we got the funds and we built a well. And so they are there within the, the, the villages that they need to be in. And they're, they're learning how to read and write, and they're reading to their babies to, to go to sleep, and they're, they're, they're leading up their communities. Oh, I have one more. Bar Zaluka, she is our United Nations ambassador. She's been on the cover of Inspiring Lives Magazine with me, and we've been on television shows together. Um, but she has just done a wonderful job of connecting all the dots with us, with the United Nations so that we can continue to rise up and go forward with the Global Sisterhood mission. So to learn more and to donate to the Global Sisterhood, you can visit globalsisterhoodonline.org. And as I end all of my TV shows, stage, everything, remember, inspiration is just a story away. Thank you.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.